everybody. Welcome back to the Batman News Weekly, episode 84 in season two. I feel like I've been bombing these intros every time we do them since I've gotten back from this <laughs> panic attack. But anyways, what is going on, everybody? Uh, today we have, I'm not even going to lie to you, we were digging in the dirt to find something to talk about today. We have comic books to talk about. There's not really much going on in the news sphere. Um, I will say, I don't know if you saw it, but I did a reaction to an animated version of the Batman trailer. Did you see that? So I, I saw the animated trailer. I'm pretty sure I was the one that put it in your Discord. Mm-hmm. And then I have it queued. I have your reaction queued for later tonight. Oh, wait, you posted that in the thing? Because I found it on Reddit. Oh, I am pretty sure I posted it in Discord. Hmm. Um, as one yeah, of I your, totally didn't see it. as one of your, uh, what is it called? Uh, reaction. Yeah. Ideas. It? it must've got blown up by somebody else then because I did not see that. Um, because I was like, Oh shit, I saw it on Reddit. And I was like, I gotta go oh, react you know, to this. Not, not reaction. It was in, uh, movies and TV. Uh, okay. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Posted in there. Yep. Yeah. But anyways, that, that thing was pretty cool. So if you guys uh, want to go check that out on the reaction channel, uh, it does not have a lot of views, surprisingly. But in my reaction, I say the reason why I think it doesn't have a lot of views is because it wasn't smooth. Like, it, you can tell it drops. It doesn't drop frames, but they skip certain frames yeah. from, like, it being clearly all the way. But the art still looks amazing. And uh, it was cool just to see an animated version of that. Um, But, um, yeah, we got a bunch of just random news. I think the first thing we should talk about, though, because we talked about this a little bit on last week's podcast, was the long hot long halloween trailer actually dropped what did you think of this so i've heard a lot of mixed things about it and mm-hmm. here's one thing that i was surprisingly negative about and i'm not negative in like a oh this is going to be a shit movie but i just hope that it was going to be better i hope that it does end up being better once i actually watch the movie mm-hmm. jensen ackles batman is not that great from the trailer um yeah I'll agree that, that was jensen ackles best impression of jason omara being batman with the with the uh the late animated series that were all connected yeah um, justice league war and all that it sounds like he's trying to be jason omara mm. uh but you can definitely hear jensen's voice like it is clearly him yeah um other than that I feel like this animation, because it's the exact same from uh, Man of Tomorrow. It's the exact same as the uh, JSA World War II movie that's coming out at the end of this month. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all going to be in the same universe. This is their uh, connected world. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the animation is going to do well for this type of story. It does have a little bit more of a grim look to it, especially with it being... Uh, just the overall colors of the film being darker. Yeah. Um, it's not bad. We didn't hear. Um, I keep forgetting her name. Uh, the actress for Catwoman. We didn't hear oh, her yeah. at all. No. Uh, so we. Hmm, I don't know. I, I I am looking forward to it for sure. Yeah. Um. I will say, DC needs to drop whoever animates these. I don't like this style. Like, I don't think Batman looks that intimidating. And I wish, I wish they would just hire 
and maybe this is just the weeb in me now because I've been watching so much anime, but I think they need to hire animation studios just to adapt the art from the comic book. And the problem is, because this is totally up DC's alley. Well, not mm-hmm. just DC, but WB. The cheaper, the better. Yeah. This art, you can tell. And I'm not narking on the uh, the artist overall. Yeah. But just the art style. I mean, it's not bad. It's just like, it's it just seems generic. It is generic. Yeah. And you can tell that the backgrounds are super flat. Mm-hmm. And everything else is moving like that's one of the things that I hate about cartoons most of the time. Animation yeah. is like it, it. What's the joke is like, oh, you can definitely tell what part of the wall is going to break before it breaks because like it's defined so well, you know? Yeah, I hate that when... in everything or I guess I don't ever notice it in anime a lot, but I'm pretty sure if I really paid attention, I feel like anime goes so fast that you just don't know. You exactly. You don't notice it. It's so high paced or fast paced. But like in freaking Batman, the animated series that happened a lot. There was yeah. like a, a brick wall and there was like a part of the brick wall that was clearly cut out. And you knew that it was either going to blow up or something was going to blow through it, you know? Yeah. So uh, you might have heard my typing in the background. So I want to know the production for um one of these things that costs you know like how much this movie costs you know what i mean Uh because i look i typed in how much does it cost to make anime and it says like other entertainment ventures any anime production has to ensure that its budget matches its expected earnings uh according to the matsusumi sakai a cg creator in the anime industry an average 13 episode uh anime costs about two 250 million yen or two million dollars do you think they put two million dollars into this production i doubt huh. that let's see here i'm looking and again right this now. is a movie animation not a 13 episode season which would be you know that's 13 hours of content or no anime's 30 20 minutes right so yeah um so yeah, that would be you know six movies. I'm looking into it now. This doesn't have the budget. It says that it made a total of. This is not counting uh, digital, mm-hmm. but it made a little over three million dollars. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, well, the I'm looking for Man of Tomorrow. That is uh, so because it's the same animation. Yeah. So I was like, okay, let's look to see. If we can find anything on it, um, but I wonder why they don't. And I know this is like a straight to video, you know, yeah. straight to D- Blu-ray. I was about to say DVD, but we were just talking about that earlier today. Who who freaking gets DVDs anymore? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't see anything on the budget. Like honestly, I'm looking at like three different pages. Uh, voice cast production release no no budget whatsoever because because the thing is right like you i think you would have to obviously um you know shut up um you'd have to let's see um anyways uh you have to i got a text but freaking i think on one of these movies you're just gonna have to drop the fucking dump truck of cash to produce something you know what i mean 
to make it look amazing. Because if you're going to keep popping out this generic stuff, uh, people aren't going to care. You know what I mean? But you have to drop something really amazing and then be like, oh, you have to change people's minds. You know? So I, I put in what is the average DC animation movie budget? And it came up with $3.5 million. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So um, Man of Tomorrow didn't even make that. Well, it probably did, considering mm-hmm. digital, because um, I I buy digital, like, and I, and I know quite a few DC fans that are purely digital. Um, so it probably did make its budget. But I I had the same conversation that we had off air, and I'm I'm pretty sure we had it on the podcast as well about you know adapting comics into animation and all of that stuff. Um, and I think you're right. I think they need to dish it out. And just say, hey, we need to get a George Jimenez uh, on our animation team. Yeah. And hire a few uh, animators that can get his style right. Yeah. Yeah. Or your WB buy a fucking animation studio in Japan. Like, here's the thing, right? not Not even that. Like, so... And I'll just throw this out there. I, I know I've done it before in the past, but right now, um, I can't remember which studio it is, but there is a Japanese studio that is working with uh, Disney right now on mm-hmm. uh, Star Wars Visions. It is an anthology series that is made from the Japanese animators. Yeah. And it's going to be stories about different Jedi throughout history. Yeah. Um, but it's all anime style. None yeah. of it is going to be American cartoon. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. That's the one what thing that, WB needs to do. Yeah. The one thing I've noticed about the American anime, which is which a lot of people I don't think realize is I don't believe I believe when they when they're American anime or when it's like Netflix exclusive, those animes are already being made. Netflix is just buying them. Yes. Like, you know what I Correct. mean? Because but the thing is, the ones that you would assume are netflix exclusive or american animes which they're not um they're they look very computerized and i want to know if they're buying them because that's cheaper or what you know what i mean because like have you seen the new black samurai one that's coming out a yakosmu or yasakuma or something like that um Yeah, yeah yeah but that one's a netflix exclusive and it looks very computer heavy but it looks yes. good it looks great now I saw a TikTok of this guy complaining that CG is way too easy for animators and that they need to dish out the money to just draw everything. Um and then somebody uh didn't uh they they what is it called stitched not do what they stitched it and talked about how animators are, are kind of paid shit like yeah it's it's not the greatest ordeal so sometimes cg is the best option so i can totally see why those moments like i said about how there's like oh a brick wall and i can clearly see something is about to get kicked through or whatever so i understand that but when you're somebody like a top dog wb Mm -hmm. you need to dish out the money yeah, well, the thing too is right. Like this, because I know this is going to sound terrible, but it's a very, it's a, it's an American value. Uh, America outsources so much of their shit. 
why does everything you know made in China? It's because they're paying them pennies to make all this shit and selling it for hundreds of dollars or twenty dollars or whatever over here. And it's and these companies are just making billions of dollars off of this shit. So you might as well, if you do that for all of your other products and all your other bullshit, you might as well just do it when it comes to animation too, right? And get an amazing product out of there. And then just, you know what? Because the thing is, the one thing that anime also destroys with is when you make amazing anime along with the story and the animation, fucking merchandise flies off oh the shelves. Oh my gosh, yes. Flies off the shelves. Like, I have i i'm waiting for my other one to come in but I'm, i already have two bunny girl senpai statues just because i absolutely love that series well not just that like let's look at let's look at one of the biggest animes right now you just got into it you, uh i just watched the episode before we started recording my hero academia yeah my hero academia's like toy line even if it's the stupid chibis keychains mm-hmm. i hate those. sell they're they're annoying because it's like yeah. the mystery box and you just mm-hmm. buy however many they fucking sell out like fucking hotcakes. Yep. The uh freaking uh McFarlane My Hero Academia toys are always sold out. Freaking like everything in that series sells yep. out. Anything full metal alchemist sells out. Like if you get the right people on these stories they will sell out yeah yeah and i don't understand it you know what like right now what i would do is like hey tom king uh you and ava DuVernay are not gonna go ahead and make that movie after all but what if we turn into an animation and we get just awesome people to voice act them and make that a fucking new gods animation movie like you know hbo max yeah make it a series do something like that content right there I, it would be way better than fucking Naomi, I'm assuming, for sure. Um, but anyways, so yeah, I think the trailer was okay. I just, dude, like Long Halloween, granted, I know, I think Jeff Loeb is, uh, is he on the more right side of politics, right? Didn't he have like a little controversy or some shit? Um, he's racist. Wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I don't. I didn't remember what happened with Jeff. Uh, he, I didn't want to throw it out there. Yeah. No. He he's the one that told the uh, Chinese actor from Daredevil that nobody wants to follow a Chinese actor. Ah. Yeah. 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 Okay. So yeah. So Jeff Lowe's a dickhead. But again, like we've said on this thing, yeah, well, he's a racist, is what I should say. But like, still doesn't take away that hey, he made amazing shit. Like you yes. know what I mean. It Same happens, thing. Like he he wrote he he wrote hush he yeah. did all of these other things. We can separate the yeah. artist from the art. Yeah. Granted, I know some people can't do that, but we're able to do that here and give an objective opinion on it. Again, it is also something I fucking grew up on. Hush is still my favorite story. It also has Jim Lee in it. Are we gonna just shit on that book because Jim Lee? Like he worked with Jim Lee. Like you know what I mean? Like that's a fucking amazing book. But anyways, like um. I don't even know what the fuck I was saying. I, oh, Jeff Loeb. Like, that book's so iconic. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's so iconic. And even the art. Like, I was, in my reaction video, I was telling people that there's this one scene in the Long Halloween, and it's during Christmas, where the Joker's near a Christmas tree with this crazy smile. And I was like, oh, my God. I can only imagine that in that art style, but done by, like, a Japanese studio. Like, it would look so great. Because 
evil villains look so good in anime. They always yes. look so yes. good. And they could be just very like blocky or, you know, goofy in America sometimes. Like Riddler never looks intimidating. I guarantee you, you could make Riddler intimidating in an anime. Like just in just the way they would do well, it. No, like even even though we we said it was choppy, the animation of the Riddler in oh, the yeah. Batman. Like mm-hmm. with the with the white gloss over the eyes yeah. or whatever, like every anime villain, like mm-hmm. it looks good, and that's what you can do. You you use the tropes to your advantage for sure. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't think, unfortunately, we're probably never gonna get that in America because it's like always just do cheap, and hopefully we'll strike gold and make a lot of money. But I don't know, man. I just then again we'll. You know what? What's what's going to be the real testament? We'll see what happens when they bring back the animated series. If that art sucks, then you know they don't give a fuck about animation because that is the best Batman content out there. Yeah, so. and and I will say this: I I still need to finish it. I think I'm done with Batman the animated series, and I just need to do the um, what is it called? The the one with with Robin. Oh, Batman and Robin. Yeah, the uh, yeah. Batman and Robin Adventures or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I need to finish. Where uh, I don't know if the I don't think the art style's changed in that one yet. So because like it's it's Batman and Robin, they just put Robin in the title because they were like, oh, we want to appeal to kids more. I think that's why they did it. And oh, that's right, that's it right. It's still right, yeah, the yeah. same same art style. The final seasons when it changes to the goofier art style. That's right, with the the heavy yeah. block shoulders and the yeah. no the no yellow on the center. Yeah. Yeah, the black eyes Joker. Like, yeah, it's I I, I don't know why they did that. Just, I hope if that art style comes back, fuck that show. Like that art style is ugly. They better go back to the original art style. Um, yeah. All right, you know what? Fucking Tim Sale. He's probably or, or Tim. Uh, what is his name? Fucking Sealy. Yeah. Or, or no, Bruce, uh, no, Sale, right? Bruce, Bruce Tim. Tim. There you go. Fuck. I named all of them right now. But um, Bruce Tim. If he is like, oh, we need a new design. That's gonna be stupid. Like. Just go back to the classic. Like, just stick with that classic design. You'll well, be we, fine. Because, again, I, I wasn't going to bring this up, because, but since we're talking about animation, think of classics. Thundercats. 80s mm. Thundercats. That was our shit when we grew up, right? Yeah. So there's that. Then in, like, the late 2000s, they came up with a new Thundercats, which had mm. amazing, amazing animation. It looked mm. great. It was awesome. It was on Toonami. Is that the Co- one with the chick thing? Is that the one people bitched about? No, 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 no. Th- that one got cut after one season. But oh. the one you're thinking about was like, hey, everybody found out that Adventure Time's art style was super cheap, so let's copy it, right? Uh, and yeah. then they made a Thundercats with that art style. Yeah. And from then on, every single cartoon on Nickelodeon, on freaking Cartoon Network, on Disney Channel, they all stole that art yeah. and used it. Right now, HBO Max is coming out with an Aquaman Mira show in that art style. It looks like the shittiest thing I have ever seen. That might be funny with the humor, though. Depending on if they're going, if it's going to be a serious show, is there going to be a funny show? Because if it's humorous, that art style could be really funny. And I think that's where it comes in. Because have you ever seen, um, man, it was a, a but stupid little it's show. It's supposed to connect to the DCEU. Oh, is it? 
yeah, th- there's supposed to be little pockets of like, hey, this is where this this came from when it talked about this in the movie. Like, huh? Uh, I don't know. That'll be weird. Oh, that's well. what that's what this like when it was. But first then again, announced. are we rebooting everything? That's the thing. Yeah, that's know? true. So doesn't matter. Uh, speaking of HBO Max, though, we saw on Twitter. Uh, it looks like people want a Black Canary series. Uh, that's yes. trending. Uh, thoughts? Um, I wouldn't mind it. I mean, I would watch it. It's, yeah, you know, uh, as as much as there's so many people that are like boycott DC. I'm like. I don't like the many directions that, you know, WB, Warner Media, AT&T, DC is wanting to go because they can't just fucking agree on something. Um, But I'm not just going to boycott DC, unfortunately. Like, it's it's characters that I enjoy. And because I'm not getting the content that I absolutely love in comics, I need to get it somewhere else, you know? For sure. And, I mean, unless that is complete shit, then yeah, then I won't watch it. But... Everybody's saying, hey, Journey Smollett, HBO Max, get together, have Gail Simone uh, be the showrunner. Yeah. And, you know, get some other writers on there. Uh, I'm, like I said, I'd watch it. What about you? Yeah. I mean, I would definitely watch it, although I still haven't even finished season two of Doom Patrol. But, um, like, I'd, I'd watch it, but not if you're going to give me the same style that we saw in Birds of Prey. I don't I don't want it to be the 80s slash 70s style yeah. FEN. No. No. I don't want Yan to touch that. Um not a knock on her because I know that they said like, oh, she didn't get to do certain stuff, blah, blah, blah. But that still got put out in the writing. From what I heard, that that writing was the writing they wanted. I didn't hear about that script getting butchered or anything. I heard the editing and like that stuff had to get changed. Yeah. But I didn't hear anything about the script, and the script was just bad, in my opinion. Um, so I wouldn't want that team joining. But I mean, Black Canary, you can tell some really good stuff. But I don't. I've never liked the rock star Black Canary stuff. I haven't read much of it. Like the only stuff it that I read. It started in New Fifty Two, didn't it? It started in New Fifty Two. It started in the tail end of New Fifty Two, yeah. um, which was weird. Um, yeah. I only read it, of course, because of uh, Green Arrow Rebirth. Yeah. Um, when, what was that, 2016, 2017? Uh, and it wasn't even touched on then. There was like very small nods to the fact that she was a rock star. Yeah. Um, I feel like it could be cool for her to be a rock star, but because of the angle they took in Birds of Prey, she wasn't really a rock star. She was just yeah. a stage singer, you know? Yeah. If she was you, a prisoner. If you give me like, hey, I'm going on tour and like shit starts to happen, yeah. Maybe that's cool, but I don't know. Yeah. But then a traveling superhero like that, I don't know. Like, cause then everything's gonna everything's gonna be in like a dive bar or whatever, you know? Cause like it would be weird if she's just automatically a superstar. You know what I mean? Cause she just played a club the whole time. Like yeah. kind of weird. I don't know. My thing is I think they just give her Maybe you play off of what happened in Birds of Prey and that the Black Mask gang is trying to come after her. And maybe something crazy happens and that there's another Black Mask. He's a twin. They give him the Jerome syndrome, whatever the fuck they want to do. We're getting about to get rebooted with the Flash. So if they do this after the Flash, we could say that he never died. 
True. So, that is also true. You know, bring him back and, you know, just have him remember like, oh, you tried to kill me or you left. And that way we can actually have, um, you know, the Black Mask gang going after her or whatever. And then what happens is you have her defeat them and she's like, hey, I got to get the fuck out of Gotham. And she goes to fucking uh, Green Arrow City. She's like, I think I'm going to go over here for a bit just to get out of town. I think that would be amazing because then you do season two introducing the Green Arrow. See, and then you bring him into the universe. So small tangent here. Um, small rant. Very small. Um, a lot of friends that are 100%. Like I, I said this last episode. They were 100% diehard CW fans. Mm-hmm. Um, CW is in the shit pile for all of those people. Yeah. They just need to send that off to the freaking dumpsters, give CW to CBS, and just do everything on HBO Max. Give it the production that the superheroes deserve, the uh, acting that these superheroes deserve. And start a TV universe on HBO Max. Like, I would totally, yeah. I'd totally be down for it. Uh, you know, introducing a new Green Arrow, introducing a new Flash, doing whatever, honestly. Yeah, I do think we need to get rid of the CW um, just because. But then again, like, they're just making so many shows still. Like, just stop. Like, how much more money do you need, Greg Berlanti? Like... You know, I mean, and he's also he's head of the Green Lantern show. Yeah, I just don't I don't understand it, man. Like it's I don't know. And and that's kind of what worries me. You know what I mean? Like they're giving this to the Greg Berlanti universe. But what has he really produced? Like, in my opinion, and maybe this is what we're going to get with James Gunn and we're going to get with, um, you know, Matt Reeves. But I'm hoping those two shows come out of nowhere and are major successes. And then they're like, "Um, Berlanti, you're not doing anything like this. We want more of this because people are talking about this. They're not talking about your shit. Like, so, you know. I I am still curious. And, you know, you can roll your eyes or listeners, you know, whatever. Um, There is still controversy over Johns. And we'll talk about that here in a second. Yeah. Um, Johns is still attached to that Green Lanterns show. Um, and there's still a lot of news coming out. Like they just recently said that, like, I think they confirmed that uh, Sinestro uh, core is going to be uh, a major player in it. Oh, really? Um, with with this. I haven't heard anthology. shit about this show. Yeah. At all. So, like, I know that it looks like it's happening. Mm-hmm. But until I see set photos, I still don't think it's happening. Same thing with Flash. Flash has yeah. been in like production hell since freaking 2014. So, yeah. It- yeah um, I mean, well, speaking of the John stuff, we might as well just dive into that. So, an article came out, or a, um, it wasn't an article, a freaking uh, report came out from the actor. Or maybe somebody that worked on this? No, so, so it all came out of the Ray Fisher stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was uh, some other people that were uh, the investigators for that whole thing. Uh, talked to many interviewees. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Some of them being, uh, there was, uh, I can never remember his name, um, the actor. Um, I just had it up on the, the guy Discord. that got the black guy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, his name is uh, uh, Reggie John Page or Reggie John Page. I don't know how to pronounce it. I apologize. A British actor. A mm-hmm. lot of people will know him from uh, Bridgerton. Um, a yeah. really big hit on Netflix. He is a breakout star there. Um, he auditioned for the role of the grandfather on Krypton. Mm-hmm. And it says here that Jeff Johns allegedly said Superman could not have a black grandfather, so he was not cast. Um, if I call BS because Zod's ancestor was black in that show. Hmm. But is Zod related to Superman? No, 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 no. So they, they, a Jeff Johns spokesperson mm-hmm. came in immediately after this article hit talking about uh, John Page. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were like, oh, well, we wanted it to be more, we wanted it to tie into Man of Steel. Uh, the theme wasn't used. The Superman crest had to be changed per Johns. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so they're saying, oh, well, because we wanted it to be tied to Man of Steel, it needed to have an actor that looks more like Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. And people are calling BS because the black actor that played Zod's ancestor looks nothing like Michael Shannon. Mm. Well, I mean, but it, I'm, I would be curious on when that all got said. So I, I never watched Krypton because I didn't give a shit. It so, was it was actually a pretty good show. Uh, it ended after two seasons. Uh, yeah. There was a whole article on what like season three was going to be. Mm-hmm. They were attempting to make like a DC Game of Thrones, like to be completely honest. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that show was doomed when it got produced on sci-fi. Uh, yes, nothing lasts past sci-fi two seasons, uh, if you're lucky. Yeah. Um, and some and sci-fi has produced some of the best comic book shows which is crazy yeah but they're just nobody watches that recently yeah it's it's been it's been shit Um, unfortunately yeah i would love for hbo max to pick up happy and fucking uh deadly class yeah deadly class there you go um those shows were amazing but anyways um so this would have been the main role that he would have got cast in yes okay so my thing is like because i know people are gonna oh it's gonna be a big race thing um my thing is again, because if I am going, if we're going to give this the Gotham treatment with what Gotham did, where they're like, oh, we can't do all of this shit because of Batman in the future. And like, they ended up, up using, they ended up using a whole shit ton of Batman. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, maybe that was the mentality behind that. They were like, look, eventually, because I feel like you would be, I, I don't work in the industry, but even me trying to write comic books and stuff, you have this gullible feeling of like, it's going to be successful. And if it's successful, we're going to go X amount of seasons. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. let's just say they thought it was going to go for a long time and they eventually could introduce Clark. If they do a time jump or whatever they want to do, then they probably were like, we're not going to cast a black person because it's going to be 
Clark in the future. I already have something to say about that, though, because okay. the spokesperson said, oh, well, we're trying to tie it into Man of Steel. I also call bullshit on that because one of the biggest parts of Man of Steel is the Codex. The Codex is the and even in the show Krypton, they wrote it into the fact that Superman and this goes along with like majority of the newer retellings of Superman. Mm -hmm. Superman's birth is the first like natural birth in eons. The way they showed it in the show is that they literally shared DNA with people via a machine and then the machine creates the baby via the codex or whatever they called it in Krypton. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. So they didn't necessarily need to have a black or they like it, it could have been any person of color or mm -hmm. white actor because the the way they share the DNA or whatever, like everybody was coming out with like different colored children. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I mean, you have way more knowledge on that. I don't watch the fucking show. I don't see this as a big deal, in my opinion. Um, because like, I understand people are like, it's racist or whatever. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I don't think this is a fucking race baiting thing or whatever. Um, we're already seeing, obviously, they're already doing it in WB. They're fucking gonna, we're probably gonna get a black Superman, no matter what. It's probably gonna be Clark fucking Kent. And then we just got black Batman in the comics, so... It's not, I don't think it's that big a deal. I don't think it's a racist thing. Now, Johns also came out and said they were trying to make Adam Strange gay or bi. Well, the article says it. it says the article says that. Yeah, right? it says multiple sources says in no. the, uh, the Hollywood Reporter. Showcase creators were passionate about doing something non-traditional casting. The black actor uh, who would go on to become a breakout star in Bridgerton um, says here that... Uh, Johns, who was overseeing the project, said Superman could not have a black grandfather. The creators also wanted to make uh, one of the superhero characters, Adam Strange, gay or bisexual. But sources say Johns vetoed that idea as well. Yeah, again, I don't have a problem with that. And the only reason why, it's not because like I'm a, I'm a fucking Jeff Johns apologist or anything like that. That doesn't, you could take him out of the equation and I still would be like, it's not a big deal. Because like, not everything has to be that inclusive all well, the time. I I don't think it does either, but at what point do you like at at that point when you look at the cast of Krypton, the only thing you have is the villains being people of color. Well, no, well that sucks. I, I mean again, I didn't watch the show. But like that has nothing to do with being you or did the villains come out and say if they were gay or not? Like, well, you know what no, I mean? That's like, different. And when it comes to that sexual preference the only thing I can see was Wallace Day being a person of the LGBT community mm -hmm. in the show. But she was playing a straight woman in that show. Okay. So I guess the big question here is, do you think every show requires? I think this? that it depends on the show. So let's say there's this new pitch that is on because the whole DC the thing is, right, like, I don't think it's necessarily that characters always have to... Look, I understand. Look, I'm a big, big fighter of diversity and inclusion in things. But I don't think everything needs to be that. Like, I don't think every race needs to be in every fucking show. But I think it's good when you have a mixed, diverse cast. 
Same thing when it comes to sexual preference. Because the thing is, is I think what matters is just hiring these people in like, you know, LGBT communities, in people of color to shows and giving them good roles. I don't think it needs to be in every fucking show, though. Well, no, no, no. Like I was saying, so for instance, there's this new pitch on this whole round robin thing Mm -hmm. um, for a comic book called Justice League Queer. Do I think that if they were to make that a show and or a movie or an HBO Max series, that more than one of those actors who is end up playing any of those characters needs to be a part of the LGBTQ community. Yeah. I think that more than if they hired anybody straight, but then again, exactly. Do do I should, shouldn't somebody be straight because that would be inclusion. Yes, but it depends. But for that, instance now Mm -hmm. for the cast of the justice league queer everybody in that justice league i would assume needs to be a part of the lgbtq community the other additional characters outside of the justice league can be straight sure why not whatever right yeah but then again we're already starting to see that those characters are getting changed anyways we know wonder woman's bi we know catwoman's bi like we're having a lot of we know Green Lanterns by the original one and like are gay. So like oh you know, yeah, yeah. Alan's we're guy. getting yeah. a lot of we're getting a lot of that stuff anyways. So you know what I mean? And but they're that, not the thing is they're not they're they don't focus on that shit or they choose not to. So they're just making But that's what I mean. Game. So like if if you have a gay white character like mm-hmm. Alan Scott, do you hire a gay white actor or just a white actor who plays gay? Well, that this is my thing. So my the way I view things on how it should be, because this is the reason why everybody bitches and complains about things. It's because, yes, they are hiring. They're hiring like, let's just say it's going to be fucking um, uh, Ryan Gosling. Right. They're going to hire Ryan Gosling to be fucking Alan Scott, but he's going to play a gay guy. Right. Everybody's like, what the fuck? You could have hired a gay oh, another white gay guy and gave him that role. Right. The problem is, is I don't think when it comes to actors, you should have to be pigeonholed because you're a certain thing. You only play gay. You only play disabled. You only play this. You know what I mean? That's the wrong thing. But the problem is that when the problem is they are just hiring able-bodied people or straight people to play these gay roles and not giving those other people chances to play straight or to play, you know, not disabled or whatever. Yes. And I, and I also I also give you that. That is for sure a thing. Because I thought you were gonna say what gay white person do you think should play Alan Scott? I'd be like freaking, uh, uh, holy shit. I forgot his name. Um, yeah. But the thing is, here's the thing. Neil Patrick Harris was on one of the most successful sitcoms and he played a straight guy. Good guy. Yeah. So should was like one that of the role have things. went to somebody else? You know what I mean? And he played Doogie Howser, right? When he was young, should that yeah. have went to uh, a straight guy? Was he out by that time? Probably not, but you know what I mean? Like, just just going back, like, in a perfect world, if we're going to play this whole idea of, like, only gay should play gay, only wheelchair people should play wheelchair people, then you're just limiting your picking when the real way things should be done is everybody should have a shot at every single role. Yes. That's how it should be. Yes, and I think if that's the case, then uh, John Page should have had a shot. Yes, I agree. And and yes, he should have had a shot. That doesn't mean that it should have been guaranteed to him, though. Did he not get to audition at all? Um, he did comment on them. I didn't look at the article, uh, 
but he did like say something on Twitter and mm-hmm. even the uh, the actor that played his character that he was supposed to be like ended up saying something as well. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, John Page, he says here, um, hearing about these conversations hurts no less now than it did back then. The clarifications almost hurt more, to be honest. Still just do my uh, still just doing my thing. Uh, still, we do the work. We still fly. And then uh, Cameron, whatever, mm-hmm. um, who played the actual grandfather of Superman in the show, uh, retweeted and uh, basically said the same thing. Like, hey, I understand that, you know, the situations were at they were. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's hope that we can be better in the future. Yeah, I just don't. I think he dodged a bullet. Who from that show is big? Um, because he's this guy seems like he's a superstar now because he's all over the place. Well, like, and and that's that's what I ended up saying. I said he he you know he actually was taken from Bridgerton. Bridgerton mm-hmm. actually came out and said, "Hey, he is not coming back for season two. Yeah. He's going to be doing uh, more things. We wish him the best of luck." And he's legitimately a breakout star yeah. uh, from this whole thing. Apparently, he's a huge thirst trap. My wife has seen the entire season one mm-hmm. of Bridgerton. Um, but I, I don't know. Like, to be completely honest, I don't know anybody other than maybe the actor who played um, Zod's ancestor is the only mm-hmm. one that I can remember, yeah. like, being from somewhere else. Um then there there was also uh, one of the Amazons on Zack Snyder's Justice League, the mm-hmm. one that ends up saying, uh, uh, go get the queen or whatever, Queen Hippolyta. Yeah. She was the one watching the mother box while it bursted open. Mm-hmm. Um, she played a major role in Krypton. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't call that like superstar, though. Like, Yeah, that's what, uh, I, that's what I mean. There, so there's here, I guess there's the nobody like really is... like popping out at me name somebody from even the cw shows that's a superstar now um i i i super like the i only think superhero one. shows are probably worse than being cast as the doctor in doctor who Ooh, because at least like although freaking um matt didn't uh get in like he's not like everywhere right now he got in a Star Wars movie, they just cut him. Like yeah. he got in big things, they just not he's not shown a lot. You know what I mean? From it, from the DCCW era, like basically after yeah. Smallville, I would say the even only, with Smallville, like it, the main guy didn't get really anywhere. Uh, no, no. Um, okay, well, even including Smallville, I would say just the Luther's dad, That's uh, John Glover, mm-hmm. and. The one who plays Luther now, John Cryer. He... He's big? Where is he? What does he do besides um, his podcast? John Cryer? Is that no, that's no, no, Luther no. Bald Luther? No, 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 no. So not in Smallville, the one who oh. plays Luther in the new DCCW. He's oh. uh, he played uh, what's his that. name? Uh he played what's his name on Two and a Half Men. Ashton Kutcher? No, 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 no. Uh I'm trying to think the, of something else that you Are you know. talking about one of the dads? Yeah. The so dad. The, the gay one? Or I didn't watch that show. Was he gay? <laughs> no, he wasn't gay, but he, oh, everybody joked around. He was very flamboyant, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, he, so that's him? Yeah. 
he he plays Lex Luthor, and he actually plays a pretty good Lex Luthor, to be completely honest. Um, But as far as everybody else on the the whole inside the whole universe of the DCCW, um, those are the only two. Uh, I mean, some people could probably be like, "Oh, well, this person's been on Broadway and all of this other stuff." Um, It's a lot different than being in the industry, you know? Yeah. Like, and I'm 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 pretty sure you know what. I would love to have any of those careers, to be honest, because I'm pretty yeah. sure they're decent. I would I would switch places with Grand Gustin immediately, even though I think the show's trash. Like just because it's you're working on movie sets, you're a fucking flash. Like that's cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, just to kind of wrap up this thing, like again, I think we both agree that everybody should have a chance at roles and all this stuff, like barring race, disability, all of that jazz. Everybody should have a fair share. The industry is fucked. We will say that it's not the way it should be, but I think my stance, this doesn't necessarily say it's clay stance. My stance is I don't, it's okay to be like, Hey, I want a specific actor for this every once in a while. That doesn't mean that it should always be like that. It just means like, because I know I write comic books and unfortunately I don't get a lot of Latino roles. So my comic books are like Latino lead or this, or that, you know what I mean? Because I have to make my own shit. Oh, and there's plenty of, like, fuck, freaking Samuel Jackson as Nick Fury. Like, they wrote the Ultimate Universe Nick Fury as Samuel Jackson. Like, they wrote it that way in the comics. And they would hope, hey, if this ever becomes something, maybe he can play it. And it just ended up happening. Yeah. But I will say, with that, that's a bigger dive than something on Krypton. You know what I mean? Because, like, he was in the MCU. Like, that's huge. Or, like, we're doing a nine-picture deal with him. And then they changed the comic books to be that Fury, right? Like, that's Fury now, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah. So, that's a big thing. Like, if you are going to go, like, full commitment like that. Like, if, let's just say that they're going to do Black Superman right now, right? And they're just like, we're committed. And it's just Black Superman here on out. That's going to piss a lot of people off. But I'm like... They fucking did it. That's a bigger balls commitment. I don't think that's what Krypton was trying to do. You know what I mean? I don't think Krypton was like, oh, yeah, we're going to do this. And then going forward, his grandparents are going to be black. Well, I, think, I don't think that's the case. As they said, they said, oh, we want to do something non-traditional, mm-hmm. meaning, hey, we're going to do something that puts a staple on our show. Mm-hmm. And I think that's all they wanted to do. It's not like, hey, we want to set an example for the rest of the DC history until the end of time. No, it's just like, hey, let's just see what we can do for our show. And yeah. at every single stop, they said no. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but to be fair, that's pretty consistent with DC. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Because um, at some point you do, like, intellectual property is a big thing. You know what I mean? Especially with your core group of characters. Because I just want to be fair out there for anybody that's trying to shit on Jeff Johns or trying to shit on DC in general uh where are all of the uh mcu actors that were just automatically changed that weren't nick fury hmm? don't see black captain america uh, obviously now after 10 years yeah but he's not even captain america he's still the fucking falcon uh um, well technically technically there was it, there was it ain't a- in the stream it ain't in the show like it ain't in the title it's winter soldier and falcon you know what i mean like it's not on the bill you know what i mean um so like but i know that what they're trying to do but the thing is it took over 10 years to do it you know what i mean and it's still only black and white people where the fucking the latinos are coming in internals 
And when they got our biggest one in Selma Hayek, they're like, oh, we got to go get the biggest one, the most popular Latina out there in Selma I Hayek. Mean, that's true. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, if for anybody that's going to go just shit on which you, is, you're like, oh. Which is why I keep telling WB that they need to get Antonio Banderas for Zatara. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'd be down. But, like, you know, it's just, there's a lot of problems in this scene. My thing is just, like, look, I don't know. It's, the thing that sucks, and I think this is in general, like, everybody's just finding reasons to just talk shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I understand it, but that could have been the most basic stuff ever. I guarantee you, people have been like, I want to cast a, a black Batman. And they're like, no. I guarantee that's happened in the movies. And that's like, no. Uh, well, I know that's happened in Superman movies. Um, the most famous one is uh, Brian Singer wanted Will Smith to be Superman in Superman Returns. Hmm. And well, Brian he, Singer's an asshole. Yes, so. he is an asshole. But Will Smith also came back and said, you can't expect a black man to play a white man superhero and live to tell the tale. That's what That's what and Will Smith's response was. And then... Two, no, no, sorry. Like six years later, he played Hancock. So. Yeah. Yeah. But that was an original character. So, yep. or I don't know if it was an original character. That might have been a comic. I'm not too sure. Um, I don't know, honestly. Yeah. But, uh, and his wife was Uma Thurman, if I'm not mistaken. Right. In the, yeah. in the movie. Yeah. Um, see, and then that's, that's the interesting thing too, right? Like that's awareness from an actor. You know what I mean? That's, Although I will say Will Smith, I feel like is very ahead of the times when it comes to like, I can't fucking do that. You know what I mean? Like he's very like in there. Uh, I saw this one interview with Will Smith one time where he was talking about how he loves social media because it gives him all of the power because it's like, I don't need you as a movie studio. You need me. Whereas back when he was growing up, like they could blackball you if they wanted to, you know what I mean? They're like, you need us. And he's like, no, I don't. Not anymore. And that's why he has a show on YouTube and does all that shit, which I find very interesting. Um, but yeah, again, like, I just feel, I don't know. It's, we're going to hear, I feel like we're never going to hear anything good about Jeff Johns. Everybody's just going to pick out the bad stuff from now on. Because, yeah. because again, I don't think we're ever going to get a real answer to this Ray Fisher stuff. I don't think it's ever going to happen. Because I don't know if there's been any updates, but like, since since we are talking about this Jeff Johns stuff so much, there was um, the CEO or whatever her name is, Sarnoff or whatever. She said she is unaware of an NDA that Ray Fisher is talking about. So if there is, if she is saying, I don't know how this goes legally, logistically, whatever. If somebody is saying, I am an unaware of an NDA and she's in the upper thing, does that give the option to Ray Fisher to be like, hey, she says it doesn't exist. So am I but able to talk it, about it? But if it does, and they're saying that, like, and this is a huge hypothetical, huge mm-hmm. hypothetical. I'm not going to be one of those stupid conspiracy theorists, and there's been a shit ton out there recently. Um, that's, I'm just saying, hypothetically, mm-hmm. if WB was like, hey, let's bait him into breaking his NDA. Mm-hmm. Let's say there is no NDA. And he's like, fine, there's no NDA. Then I say this. And then he says it, and they're like, oh, you were under contract. We're suing you. Here's yeah. here's the bill. But I just, even if that's the thing, though, I don't, I think the backlash would be major. And I don't, I don't see why but WB, WB But WB doesn't care about backlash. Uh, that's a lie. Because we got the fucking Snyder Cut. 
That is a bold-faced lie because we got the fucking Snyder Cut. The, the Snyder Cut is proof that they give a shit about bullying. Mm. It is, man. Come on. Look, you got your prize, but just admit it. You know that it was for three years, maybe even four. I don't know how long it's been. That it was just every single DC post, every movie post, bring back the Snyder Cut. Give us the Snyder Cut. We want the Snyder Cut. This and that. We're raising money. We're flying shit over San Diego Comic-Con. We're doing all of this stuff. Every time you fucking walk out your door, we're going to throw the Snyder Cut in your face. Like, do not lie. They gave in to bullying. They could have used it and spun it as an opportunity. They're like, we got this new service. Let's do this. But they gave in to that shit. Again, this has never happened in any other studio. Never. And they were like, you know what? Let's just try to make some fucking money off of this. And they not were as, Not as fast. I mean. No, not as fast. But I'm just saying, like, the thing is, all those other ones that got them later on, social media probably wasn't a thing. No, social wasn't. media wasn't a thing during the Superman 20-year cut or whatever yeah. that you always mention. This was bombarded, dude. Like, bombarded. Like, I was on the ship. And I hated it so much that I jumped off the ship because it was so annoying. You know what I mean? So I can oh, only man. imagine like people calling WB headquarters every single day, people sending emails to Sarnoff or whoever the CEO was, Taji Hara or whatever his name was at the start. Like, just like I hate spam emails. Can you imagine getting the same fucking <laughs> release the Snyder Cut, release the Snyder Cut, release the Snyder Cut every single day? They gave into bullying. Like one hundred percent, you got you got the movie though. Like so, it works. So I I cannot agree with your statement there. So if we don't get a Black Canary HBO Max series, then can I say that it doesn't work? Uh, if okay, yes, if Black Canary breaks records on Twitch on Twitter, because what the Snyder Cut was more than the Avengers or whatever something yeah, like that. 2, 2. If 5. Black Canary does that, then yes, I'd agree with you. But you ain't going to get no 4.1 million tweets about fucking Black Canary. It ain't no, you're not. Happen. No. So, like, it, that's just the thing. Um, but, yeah, I just, you know, we saw it with Sonic. Look what happened with Sonic. <laughs> they got fucking bullied into remaking a whole movie. Granted, you said it was good. I never saw it. But it was good. it's getting a sequel. It so, is. like, that was a good, the one-time bullying was good. Like, you know what I mean? See, I don't, Okay. People can can see it and say it as bullying, but like we've we've said this plenty of times and we've talked about it. You said that you were not going to care about a black Batman. Uh, yeah, I don't. Okay, so like, if if like they they've made it, you still don't care about it. Mm-hmm. Uh. I still haven't read the freaking second son or whatever, but what I'm saying oh, is right. like, maybe that doesn't entirely connect. I'm yeah, just, I'm, I don't know where you're going with that one. Yeah. No. With the instance of Sonic, let's just, I know we're going on huge tangents, Yeah, but like we have nothing you, else to talk about. <laughs> you cannot tell me that you looked at the original Sonic and you're like, that is the best design that they could come up with. Oh, I agree with you. That's terrible. It was awful. And then you look at like CGI movies and or cartoons and you're like, you can literally copy and paste onto this movie that is playing along with like cartoons living in a real world. Yeah. And they still decide not to do it. 
of course you're going to say, hey, just change it. Yeah. But again, I think it's it actually ties into what we were talking about at the start of it is they went the cheapest route possible. I think yes. that's the case. I think they went the cheapest route possible. And you want to know what I think actually really helped Sonic was whoever that random person was on YouTube that was like, hey, this is what the movie could have been and did the whole trailer with the good Sonic. And everybody was like, this is what we could have got. And it like went super viral. I think had that video not come out, I don't think they would have changed. But I think, yeah, I think because just some random Sonic fan or creator (laughs) that had time on their hands was like, Ain't nothing else to do. Like I show you how good this could have been, and everybody was like, "Why don't we have that?" You know what I mean? And like, I think that's what happened. Um, the Sonic thing is that was a crazy phenomenon too. But every headline when that came out was like, "The internet bullies movie studio into changing fucking Sonic." <laughs> but my thing is, I don't know how that did at the box office. I don't know if it broke even or did better or what. But I'm hoping that everybody that bitched about it went to go watch it. Man, imagine um, imagine if we had the Snyder Cut people and the Sonic people when the trailer for Dragon Ball Evolution came out. Oh God. <laughs> Jesus. I I just don't that movie probably wouldn't have got released. That's a, probably the thing. I still have never watched that movie. Oh God, really? Yeah, I saw the I just only, seen a clip of like the Roshi. Only- and- the so. only reason why I saw that movie is because I was working at a movie theater and I could watch it for free. I was like, yeah. I'm not wasting money on this. And I, and I told myself the only reason why I'm watching this is because the choreograph, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, choreography was the same guy who did the matrix. And I was like, so maybe the fighting could be decent. Yeah. Um, dear God. Yeah. I just don't, you just can't, if you don't have the hair, it's not dragon ball Z. I'm sorry. And I don't know if you could do the hair good. You can't. (laughs) Yeah. Then again, I've seen some really good cosplayers. But again, you just know the hair doesn't look good. So, like, I don't know how they would do it. But here's the thing with cosplayers. They're not moving at super speed. That's true. Like, that hair is going to be stiff. Like, no matter what. Like, wind blowing and everything. You just can't do it. I I just watched Dragon Ball Z dub. So, like, I don't think... Does the hair even move though when they're fighting? Uh, there's there's moments where like Goku Vegeta doesn't move, like it no, just stays no. still. There's there's well when they're transforming. Oh yeah, when they're transforming. Uh, yeah, I guess it does move a little bit. The the yeah. wind the wind plays a factor when they're yeah. when they're transforming and when they're standing still, but never when they're fighting. Yeah, I don't know. Then again, I don't know, maybe they're moving so fast their hair just can't catch up. They're just like, sorry, we're just going to stay still, guys. Sorry. Um, but then again, Dragon Ball Z is one of those things where it's like, we don't need fucking live action. Like, I just saw a reaction video of people watching Brawly, and they were fucking hyped. Like, and Brawly's graphics were garbage. God, I hated that soundtrack, yeah. man. Oh, it was so bad, dude. But like, but people were hyped. And it's kind of the reason why I want to go see Demon Slayer in theaters. Because one, I haven't been in a good theater and had a crowd reaction in a long time. Dude, when you sent me that screenshot, yeah. like, Abby, Abby told me, she was like, you're not going to go see it, are you? I was like, not in that theater. Yeah, but I checked Alamo Draft House. They have openings and they still have spared seating. So I don't know if you want to go to Alamo Ooh. Draft House. We have to buy those tickets I'm, fast, I'm, though. I'm totally down. Totally so down. I'll check let after me know. This, but... Just let me know. Yeah, cause and it's only on the twenty second for them though. 
but Casablanca has it like every fucking the Wait, whole week. Twenty second. What day is the twenty second? Twenty second is it's a Thursday. I can do it. Nice. So yeah. Anyways, uh, do you want to just? We're already an hour in. Do you still want to talk about the Terrio stuff? Like I, um, I don't read it. So I'll I'll just say this. Um, there is a Vanity Fair article um, that came out, I want to say, about three, day, three days ago. It says uh, the title is Justice League screenwriter Chris Terrio is super pissed. Um, go read it. Um, I said this off air to Juice uh, when we right before we started recording. Two or three years ago, uh, Chris Terrio was doing an interview for The Last Jedi. No, sorry, not The Last Jedi. Um, I believe it was either the last Jedi or, re- or the, uh, uh, what was the, what was the last film? The, the Skywalker film, oh, um, rise of Skywalker, the rise of Skywalker. I think it was that one. Um, and they started asking him about justice league stuff. Um, mm. he said, I can't say anything now, but get back to me. I have a lot of stuff to say about it. He's basically just like fulfilling his promise. Mm-hmm. And he goes off on a lot of things he did not like um, about Justice League 2017, uh, about WB's interference with uh, Batman versus Superman, the works. So mm-hmm. it's a very good article. A lot of quotes. Just go check it out. Isn't he the one that said, because it's funny because he was writing on it. Isn't he the one that said, if Batman fights Superman, you're out of ideas? Uh, no, that no. was Goyer. Um, that was the man of steel writer oh, okay got you yeah that's uh that's interesting um yeah i didn't read the article so i can't really say anything on it but i don't know man i'm just waiting for the fucking documentary 20 years from now where people are still fucking talking about batman v superman and snyder and like all this shit i'm just gonna be like where's this meteor at that we need um all right so going to comic books uh I I haven't been reading Suicide Squad. I Jewish Squad. Uh, Suicide Squad. I haven't been reading it at all, but I did skim it. I like the art in it. I just haven't read it. Um, I'm I plan on reading it. Um, I want to give Peacemaker a chance. Yeah. Um, I really don't like. I don't like it when any uh, whether it be DC or Marvel, where they're like, mm. "Hey, we're gonna have a movie with these characters, so they need to yeah. be prominent in every book that we have." Yeah. Um. So like. I'll give the character a chance. Peacemaker has not been a thing in like 30 years in comics, to be completely honest. Um, The last thing he was really a big, a part of was maybe right after infinite crisis, Mm -hmm. um, which is a lot sooner than 30 years. But I mean, he was a big part of booster gold stuff, like in the nineties. Yeah. Like that is why he became big. Um, and to bring him back now, I know it's like a big nostalgia thing, whatever. And of course, like I said, Suicide Squad movie coming out, they're just going to play with the character. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I. you know what? I saw an interview with John Cena where he was talking about uh, he it was on um, Colbert's show. And like, uh, they're like, yeah, we're going to talk to John Cena. Obviously, they're still doing, you know, uh, live uh, video chats or whatever. Yeah. Um, he did the interview in his full Peacemaker costume. Yeah. Uh, he broke through a Peacecape, uh, Peacemaker poster. And then, like, they just 
shot the shit like in the interview and he was talking about the show and he was like yeah man uh peacemaker just loves peace so much he's willing to kill any woman man or child to keep it like it was just like really cool and then um apparently like john cena had like some new books and stuff come out but the thing is, is i've never been a john cena fan but this character is making me like him like just because I'm just like, all right, you know, because everybody's like, oh, you got to go see a uh, neighbors or some fucking babysitters or something. Oh, shit. yeah. Uh, Where he's a dad. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, but I was just like, no, I just, I, he's always been a knockoff rock to me. He's always been that. But now I'm just like, you know what? I, why not? He looks, if you're able to put on that fucking costume and take that role seriously. I, I I gotta like you, like, because it's just <laughs> it's such a stupid costume, like, but it's so classic and iconic, and that's the one thing I will say. As much as we can sit here and bitch about DC and how terrible they're handling with this universe, they are doing comic book accurate costumes, and it's amazing. Yes, because Aquaman. When I saw that Aquaman suit for the first time, I was like, Ooh! holy. Like, yeah and then we're getting this stupid peacemaker costume with that helmet but look at what they do with manta even manta looked awesome like you know what i mean so i'm glad that we're getting comic book stuff because i think marvel might be seeing that and they're like fuck they're actually doing comic book stuff and people like it i better see a fucking wolverine costume like i swear to god if if he doesn't have the mask i'm gonna be mad like you know what i mean um so people are saying just again side tangent um they're saying if uh cavill is actually out of for superman that he should Mm -hmm. play wolverine huh i mean he's got the physique for it and he's kind of short isn't he yeah like he's not a tall guy that would be interesting um i mean i don't know how much younger he is than what's his name though like, I don't know how old, uh, uh, what's his name is? I'm forgetting his name. Fucking Hugh Jackman. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's uh, old. He's a lot older for sure, but I don't know how much older. Um, but he just, honestly, he just left a role because he said he just doesn't want to keep up with the body. Like, he was eating, like, egg whites every morning or something yeah, like that. Like, yeah. And I did that for a month and a half, and I was like, oh, God. But Henry, it's like, it's like a fucking everyday thing for him to just, like, work hey, out i'm i'm living in this body you know yeah um <laughs> i still think you know like is even erasing all of the snyder cut stuff like i just not not giving henry another movie makes no sense even if you were gonna get rid of snyder just like look whole new director whole new writer just keep cavill i don't understand it thing like he is one like one of the greatest supermen he that looks is- like he grew up on a fucking farm. Like that's yes. genuinely so. I don't understand. He's like American white bread, and I and he's not <laughs> even American. Like I don't understand how you wouldn't keep Henry Cavill as Superman. <laughs> like I just don't understand it. Oh like, man, he's got an amazing physique. He played the character well. You just hated the director. Like don't punish him for your dislike of this director you know what i mean for real like for real like genuinely genuinely that's that's legitimately one thing that we agree with like yeah we agree with a lot but like yeah I, yeah i just i don't know because i just i don't know he's i feel like he could have been the the downey jr of dcu easy um anyways going back to comics <laughs> uh Man Bat, you did not read, right? I did not read Man Bat. So this is Man Bat number three uh Man Bat number two happened 
while I, we were on hiatus. So uh, in the last issue, Man Bat was the Suicide Squad went after Man Bat, and they all got their asses kicked except for Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn knocked out uh, Kirk at the end of it. This ep- this issue was her trying to rebuil- rehabilitate him, basically. And um, the interesting thing was here was she was talking to him. She gave him some drugs to make him go back to normal. And she let him go. And she was just like, hey, like, uh, I know that uh, I'm going to let you go. And I'm going to tell you right now that the government is going to send some nasty people after you. And they are going to treat you like a human experiment. And they're going to cut you open and they're going to do all this stuff because they want to know what's going on in your body. Um, but she was like, I believe in second chances. And, you know, the, Harley does the Harley thing where she's also like, hey, uh, I believe in you and your wife. So go get her. But if you hurt her again, I'm going to kill you personally. And then she's like, all right, now you need to hit me because it's the only way they're going to believe me. Um, so, like, you know, they don't show him hitting her, but you just assume that and then so he goes with his sister who i'm assuming is deaf she is um, or partially because she can talk but i know there are people that have lost their hearing that can still talk and they read lips and she mentions that in this book so i'm assuming he's deaf the thing that the the crazy thing is is kirk langstrom is an anime protagonist but not a good one he's the one in romance animes where they make the same fucking mistake over and over and they can never do a good a good thing because he she takes him in she takes him in she's like fine i'll let you be here i'll let you do your experiments and he comes up with a cure and she's like how are you gonna fix your hearing he's like well i need a test subject can you do this and she's like are you fucking kidding me you want me to be your guinea pig so she just gets super pissed she was like i knew you were just fucking using me and all this stuff he was like i spent my whole life to science to try to figure this out so that's something I didn't know, and I think it was a very interesting thing about this character was Man Bat apparently got into like hearing and like uh, doing stuff with bats and sonar and all this stuff to because of his sister. sister. Yeah, I didn't know that. I always thought it was just uh, something to do with his wife or something. I thought he was like a Mister Freeze type, but uh, apparently not. It was for his sister. I think that's amazing. And um, so yeah, and then of course um, Scarecrow, who is the villain in this story arc uh shows up and he's like hey uh, and prior to this he had just kidnapped his wife or his former wife or whatever ex and uh he goes to langstrom he's like hey um you and your wife are going to work together to fix my sonar thing that you destroyed the interesting thing here about this and i'm surprised we have never seen this in a batman comic book but scarecrow is saying that his fear toxin is out of date and he is trying to do something new and he is doing like a hypnosis type of thing with sound. And I'm all like, oh. And so he's making people think about their fears or different things with this sound technology. See, and that's a little bit of a play on Batman 107. Okay. Um, Just because like in Batman 107, we'll get to it also. Um, he has not used gas whatsoever. In the parts that he's been in. And Gordon even says, oh, it's like Scarecrow is playing off of the fear of everybody else. Yeah. Tensions are high because the Joker and Bane have attacked, you know, back to back. So he's using that fear instead of his toxin. Yeah. Um, I like this. Yeah. The reason why character development is he's evolving as a villain. Yeah. And he's not saying he's not the one trick pony. You know, so 
I can I can see this actually being a legitimate thing, and I and I enjoy it. I like it. Yeah, I like it. And the biggest thing I like about it is he's not the Joker, and because uh, I'm fucking tired of seeing the Joker be every fucking villain. Yeah, but I like the Scarecrow. That's in two things. But I'm hoping this Scarecrow is. I hope this isn't just the year of Scarecrow because it was two years ago that it was the year of Two Face, and we oh, just saw Two Face yeah. in everything. everywhere. Yeah, and then obviously last year was Joker. But then this year is like everything's gonna be Scarecrow, and it's like no, 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 like pick and fucking choose. Like we have so many villains. Like come on. See, and this goes back to a conversation we had a long time ago. In you know, we had this conversation of Batman has the best rogues gallery of all comics, yeah. right? And all of superhero. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> but the thing is. People love to play with like the traditional five, the mm. traditional six. And it's just like you have so many others. Yeah. Why not play with those? Yeah. Why not do something new? And don't get me wrong. Bane's story was pretty cool. I It gave us one of the most iconic freaking lines from King's Run is yeah. I'm still here. Like I think that'll be in a movie one day. People. There's so many people that hate it, but it's quoted all the fucking time. Oh, like, yeah. It's so good. It's yeah. so good. And Joker, the the year of the villain, we got so much fucking Joker. Yeah. Freaking the the Joker of the of Earth 1, but we also got fucking the Batman who laughs, who's mm. basically just Joker, you know? Yeah. And I like you said, I don't want it to be Scarecrow. Like cuz yeah. for somebody who we haven't really seen in a while, Okay, they're doing something new. Yes, it's part of the original six or whatever, but like play with it. Do yeah. something for maybe an arc, maybe a volume, and then move on. Don't yeah. don't make this last freaking three years, please. For the for love sure. of God. Um, they've kind of been off and on with one of my favorite villains, which is Clayface, but it's always like Clayface, and because now he's kind of like an anti-hero now. It's um, like he's good, he's not. Maybe yeah. he's good, maybe he's and not. And he always does the like, I was always Joker for this long time when Joker was actually doing this other stuff, and blah blah. blah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's just always because they've done it in the games, they've done it in movies. Like, it's, it's just like it's everywhere. it's honestly one of the easiest cop outs for just like, yeah, hey, sure. you know, we're just gonna throw Clayface here. He was him the whole time. Yeah. So, um, but the one thing that I've always been appreciative of, and I forget what run, I think it was Detective, if I'm not mistaken. I forgot who the writer was. I think the artist was maybe Finch, or was it Daniels? I think it was Tony Daniels, when they, the main villain for the first arc was fucking Dollmaker. That was, was Detective really Comics. really good. Like, yeah. I rem- I'd have to go read it again. But, because I was just getting into comics, so I might have thought everything was great. You know what it- I mean? It was, it was decent. It was, yeah. it was Tony Daniels' first time being writer and artist. Yeah. Now that did tie into Joker getting his face cut off, so there yes. was a thing. But as Tom King has said, everybody had to fucking bow to to Snyder during that whole time that he yeah. was writing Batman. So yeah. obviously Snyder was like, "Hey, put this in your fucking book with Dollmaker." But that was a good crossover. Like, that is good. Like, oh, yeah, there's this main villain happening over here. Because, again, I've always said, because I I don't understand why we make all these Batman movies the same fucking thing, but if you made a horroristic Batman movie, Dollmaker should be one of your main Dude. villains in that. 
because he's so creepy. And if you want to have, oh, we need like women and like big hunky dudes in this. He has like a fucking nurse crazy doll, which she looks sexy in the comics. So if you want sex appeal, you can fucking do that. But she's creepy as hell. Then yeah. you have this like big bulking dude that is all like Frankensteined out. Like, and it's just awesome. Give me takes. Give me Texas Chainsaw Massacre with Batman being the hero that saves the day. Yeah. Like, it's insane. Because then you could have, it could be a detective story where people are missing all over Gotham. Where are they going? And then it could lead to outside of Gotham, which would be very different to see in shit. Um, And then, like, yeah, he has a fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre home outside of, you know, Gotham or some shit. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I think it would be very interesting um but yeah for the most part uh uh man bat with scarecrow is pretty cool uh but going on to i'm very curious what are your thoughts on joker harley because we've been praising we have been praising this entire thing yeah she noland the ending yeah you think so one of nolan's biggest things is hey i'm not gonna tell you the ending so that way you can have the conversation. You can it's it's gonna be the 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 water fountain talk at yeah. your job, right? And eh, if you want it to end this way, you can yeah, sure. Just headcanon it that way. You can enjoy the movie more if you do it that way. Mm-hmm. Or you can watch the movie more times in theaters, give me more money, and see if your opinion changes. I still want to see Cami Garcia write a Batman book. Yeah. This book, this series possibly could have been perfect without the last page is correct me if I'm wrong, but this isn't the final issue though, right? This is the final issue. Are you, I thought there was nine. Let me double check. Are we including the secret files? I think we're including the secret files. Um, let's see here. Because if this Harley. is the ending, then I think it's ve- oh, I have a worse opinion. Then, if this is the final issue, I could just swear we were getting nine, but I don't really know. Anyways, so um, what we should talk about is because then again, this was like his grand finale, right? That he was mm-hmm. trying to do Joker. So just to kind of break this down very quickly for you guys, especially if you haven't written this, Joker has been putting on these amazing uh, displays of psychotic. This was the final issue. Really? Oh, no, Cammy. Oh, no. We've been praising you for so long. Um, So Joker's big finale was he was going to release this biochemical gas at this like pop star rock star concert and uh he does it uh on stage and the band like turns into these blobby ugly people and they die they boil up and they yeah. fucking die yeah. and so of course the crowd starts freaking out joker comes out on this on the fucking stage and he's all like this is my grand you know whole plan and harley is running after him uh, or notices this <clears throat> he runs away she you know goes chasing after him they get in this bike chase if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. and it ends with them wiping out and joker fights harley and harley is about to kill joker when she's stopped by gordon i think mm-hmm. and 
um they're gonna arrest joker and she's like i'm done with the gcpd and she gets on a motorcycle and she drives away and she says that batman has the wrong idea or she, he hasn't went far yeah. enough yes he she says this he said uh she says uh evil exists even when we can see it it's hard as hell to uh to stop psychopaths are the uh apex predators society's version of tigers stalking us in con- concrete jungles Without any predators to challenge them, criminals like the Joker will keep killing unless we stop them. Batman had the right idea, but he went he didn't take it far enough. Putting predators behind bars will only slow them down. Someone has to hunt them. Uh, someone has to hunt the hunters in the jungle. The animal with the best chance of killing a tiger is one that it's that is one of its own. I will be that someone. And that's how it ends. Yeah. Um, man, I, I genuinely thought there was going to be another issue because I could have sworn that I read that there was nine issues of this. And so I was like, okay, so the final issue is her probably going to try to kill the Joker. And, and I was then like, maybe Batman stops her. Yeah. Or maybe she goes through with it. I don't really know. Exactly. And like, this is why I said she Noland mm-hmm. this series saying like, with that ending, you can assume, oh, she's gonna go try to kill the Joker, mm-hmm. but, but we she don't know. Done it there. Exactly. And like, then now it would be even worse if she was gonna. It would be like kind of convoluted because like she could have killed him there, and obviously she was stopped. But then what is she gonna do? Have to break into a max security prison to try to kill him? Like it would have been very convoluted. Um, so I can see where she was going here, and again, I don't know, like. The whole point was to keep Harley away from the Harley Quinn mantle. Yeah. And I think you turn her into Harley Quinn with doing this. Yeah. But then again, technically, if she would have killed the Joker, she would have never, I guess, become Harley Quinn because he's the one that creates Harley Quinn. So he, she would but kill he it did. the swords. Well, but now he, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah yeah it's just this is the one thing granted i'm glad they didn't fuck or anything like that like yes I'm yes i'm, I'm glad that yes i am so, i am 100 percent on that boat for sure yeah because i do you want to know something crazy since um because obviously podcast listeners won't know this but anybody that attends the streams or watches my videos i changed my room around recently i had to move this huge ass bookshelf behind me that has all of these books on it and it has all my black label books in like cases I completely forgot about that Harleen book. I genuinely forgot about it. And I was like, nice. Oh shit. I forgot there was a like fucking basically mm-hmm. fan fiction book that was made with Harley Quinn. A hundred and freaking yeah. 80 pages of it was insane. Yeah. And we got that. We got that ending in that. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely what we didn't want to have happen here. And yeah, I think this is a nine out of 10 all over series like it was still really good they just missed the mark they tom yep. tailored it you know what i mean <laughs> missed like, it by that much man yeah and i don't know what it is why is it all of these amazing joker stories because granted we get bombarded with joker stories this is more of a harley story than a joker story but he's involved but it's always one extra page that just ruins the story <laughs> three jokers you take out that last couple pages or whatever well, wait, wait, let's 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 look at it this way let me let me open this again if I if I stop reading, I'm sorry, Gordon, 
but you'll have to find another profiler. I'm done working with the JCPD. And that's yeah. the end. How do you feel? Um, well, I no, because I think you get rid of the last. No, okay. So check this out. The page with where she's choking him to death, and, he's, and she's, she's like, she's yelling, "Shut up. the fuck up!" Yeah. If that's the ending, and the next page is just black, and it's Gordon saying, "Harley, stop," and that's it, that's a better book. Because then you I agree don't with know. you. I agree with you. You don't. Because mm-hmm. this whole like I'm gonna be the hunter now is just I don't want to say it's the like because it doesn't come across like that, but it's kind of got the vibe of like. I'm a woman. I'm going to go kick this ass. You know what I mean? It kind of gives that when we didn't have that this whole time, like she was just doing everything. Like if, why would we, we kind of did. Cause don't get me wrong. Throughout the series, you saw her training in her apartment. You saw her like this whole thing. There was something bubbling up to the surface with, with Edie being dead. Like at Mm -hmm. the beginning of the series, that is her motivation. Like I totally understand it. Yeah. But I thought she was going to rise above it. Yeah, because that's what heroes do. But the thing here, again, and this was my problem. This is my problem with the, and I've bitched about this a million times, but it's it's still think a valid argument. Uh, Everybody says that Ben Affleck's Batman is amazing and he has to kill. He has to. My thing, it never made sense to me. Why the fuck is the Joker alive? If she's about to be a hunter, if she's going to start taking out these mentally deranged people, why did she not just kill the Joker here? Just because the cops showed up? Like, you take out the biggest, baddest one at the start, you spend the rest of your time in jail, but you could have probably pleaded insanity. You're a fucking PI person. You know all the loopholes. Yeah. You could have been like, he killed my my girlfriend. And I just got, I found out he killed my girlfriend right before this because I put all the pieces together and uh it was rage you know what i mean bada bing bada boom it's not premeditated because she was working with the cops bada bing bada boom like you could have done something but i think yeah had you ended on this uh her choking the joker out and the next page is just gordon saying harley don't and it's just black maybe a couple panels like it's maybe one big panel of him saying harley don't and then just like you know what she could have done? She could have done Harley Don't because right now it's raining and she could have done the classic three panels of the dropping of water or the rain droplets that the killing joke did. That everybody's just like, did he kill him? Yeah. That would have been an homage to that. Oh my God. Put me in here. I'll end people's books. How about that? <laughs> I'll end <laughs> the Titan series and I'll end people's last two pages of books, DC. I'll take that job right now. Um. Yeah, look, Cammy is amazing. She's an amazing art uh, writer. I hope she does a lot of successful things in the future. I want to see her on Batman. I just don't like the way this book ended. Um, I would have... See, I'm a little torn because I don't know if I wanted her to kill Joker or if I wanted her to rise above it like you said, but I just don't like this ending. I don't think we like the ending because I feel like this ending is very tropey well it also like leaves it open for a sequel and i don't want a sequel not if she is harley quinn well no i think the sequel would be like harley quinn bounty hunter at this point no yeah that's what i mean she's harleen here like oh yeah the whole point of this what we thought the whole point now Mm -hmm. this could have been a part of cammy's whole entire 
you know, plot yeah. to begin with. But from what we saw from our eyes to paper was, hey, this is an Elseworlds where Harleen, like Harleen never becomes Harley Quinn. Yeah. And she's working with GCPD. Like, I thought this was going to maybe be a series of like, hey, she's taking out, she's taking down the Joker here, but maybe next time it'll be taking down the Riddler. Yeah. And it's going to be a little bit more of a thinker book. Yeah. You know, that would have been interesting. But how would you have been with this? Because I don't know if this is tropey or not, or if you would have been satisfied with it. What if she were to have caught the Joker and she ends up doing what the Joker did to other people? She puts him on display in a weird fucking psychotic thing, meaning she's went crazy. She's gotten her revenge on Joker, but she did what he did and put his body on display somewhere. How would you have felt about that? Like if she killed him and did it? If she killed him, chopped up his body, and put him in like a weird display Ooh. like we saw this whole time. And at the end of it, she's just like, I got my revenge or whatever. You know, she kind of goes through that whole thing. So she doesn't come out a good character, but, you know, she gets her closure, I guess. But she does it in the most sadistic way. She basically pays back. I I still I still don't know if I would like it because yeah. it would be such a devolve from where she was at the ending of last issue. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, because in the last issue or the last two issues, she went to go visit Edie's parents. Mm-hmm. And Edie's parents said, I really hope this guy doesn't this guy doesn't get away. Mm-hmm. And like the dad made an offhand comment of like, basically, he wants this killer dead. Yeah. And Harley said, trust me, me too. Mm-hmm. like so we kind of got the tease there that like oh she's out for blood yeah but we kind of already knew that you know mm-hmm. but again because of the way she's been and because of the tone this book was taking i thought she was still gonna be the bigger person yeah yeah um i i just still can't believe this is the final book like to be honest <laughs> i'm gonna genuinely... i'm gonna buy this hardcover yeah. I'll be honest. I'm still oh, going to yeah, buy this. Great. Yeah. I will say I am getting like, um, I got to check if I got charged from my comic shop. Cause I haven't been there in a while, but um, yeah. So I should have this final one in my box. I will say having all eight books is getting kind of annoying. Like just having, Dude, I'm they're, they're thin and like, I trade weight. Like I'm a trade yeah. waiter now. Like, yeah, I, I buy digital comics issue mm-hmm. by issue, but like, those issues get reprinted every three issues. The digital comics, every three yeah. issues get printed into an actual comic. Mm-hmm. And then that eventually gets reprinted through the entire series in a volume or a hardcover. I buy that physically. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, I don't know. Um well we, I don't think we I have had we have the black... opportunity we have the opportunity to get these review copies. So yeah, I get to read sure. them. But I know that I'm going to spend my money on either any anywhere from 15 to 25 to sometimes 75 percent of these books. Yeah. Yeah, so. for sure. A lot of these are good. Um, so I'm pretty sure now that this one's ended, I don't have any more black label besides what Tom King's doing on my run. I literally Strange now Adventures? after this is done. Yeah. Strange Adventures. Oh, well, you said you, you yeah. said Tom King. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah so. I think, well, so Supergirl will get put in my box going forward, but that's about it. Now I think everything is just 
uh, Tom King that I buy now. Nice. Um, just because I like they because his books actually like the covers and the back covers actually get thought out like they yeah. put shit on them and his books look nice by themselves. Yeah. And then, of course, they do amazing hardcovers later. Um, side note, has this second issue of that Ronin came out? Ronin. The, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Uh, the second issue has, yes. Okay, because that should be in my box as well. That one's um, good. Because I got that on there. Um, all right, last freaking thing to talk about is going back to Batman main title is Batman 107. What did you think of this book? And then we got we have to talk about Ghostmaker at the end. We just have to. Um, I will admit it's not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. This isn't a horrible book. Yeah. This isn't absolutely horrible. Um I will say I'm kind of already tired of like the jumping in time. Mm-hmm. Like the beginning is apparently Bruce. Tied up in the gimp suit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's apparently tied up and Scarecrow has him. And it's like, oh, uh, however many hours earlier or whatever. And it's just like, I'm already like, this is the second issue and I'm already tired of it. Yeah. Uh, Also, just want to point out um, already done in Tom King's run as well. For 10 issues. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that is true. Um, You know, uh, the design for Harley Quinn, George Jimenez, awesome. Um, Love it. Love it. She looks awesome. Uh, we also get the first look of this of this rose or garden or gardener or whatever. Yeah, I forgot what her name was. Um, she doesn't have a name here. Um, yeah. but she says Rex. She she calls somebody Rex, and I have I feel no clue like who that is this. I feel like Jimenez saw a movie or something with that one chick um, that was uh, gonna. Everybody was saying should be Batgirl, the black actress. She's oh, in yeah, yeah. Um, Simone. Is that her name? Something Simone or um, is it Gab? I don't remember. But she's a very popular actress. She's a musician, I think, and an actress. Um, oh yeah, I know. Yeah, it yeah. looks like her. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Um, and then everything else was all right. You know, um, I didn't, it, it does technically make sense that Scarecrow has something to do with the, uh, with the magistrate program because in future state, he was, he was in there. Jonathan Mm -hmm. Crane was a part of the magistrate, you know, in the Harley, uh, Harley Quinn book. But the big thing that just irks me is matches Malone is never supposed to look like Gordon yeah i don't know what's going on there they gave him the fucking like 80s like head uh like uh dyed hair like stri- stripes like nobody naturally has that like no. you know what i mean um and yeah but i that, don't know what that is with that is Gord- that is gordon with like orange sunglasses yeah it's like a built gordon yes like that's what it is yeah so but you know matches is cool uh, i always like seeing matches uh they are going they're diving really cyberpunk into this next arc. Like it's very cyberpunky for sure. Um, the one thing I do want to say, cause I do want to applaud Tiny when he does something cool or you know, add something to the universe. I love that he thought out the idea of still having a bat symbol, 
but since they're they don't want any vigilantes, oh, the, yeah. they have it's gonna alternate every like building every night or something like that. Like once yeah. it's turned on and you get Batman's attention, they're gonna remove it. I like, think she, that's a really good idea. I think Oracle said like a specific number. I think she said her eight eight or nine yeah. different signals. I yeah. think that's what it was. So that was gonna be kind of cool. I was like, okay, nice. Um, I feel like you could probably do that with the drone though, just saying. But you know, it is what it is with all the Batman's technology that he has. But um, well, I guess right now he doesn't have technology. Um, I, I don't know how I feel about Barbara just being pushed to a fucking desk. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. I get it. She's like, they don't have Alfred anymore. So she's probably like the new person. She's better without using her legs. That's wrong. Uh, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, well, that's, you know, a lot of people would say that she was better than Oracle than she was Batgirl. But I feel like those people did not read fucking Gail Simone's run of Batgirl, which yeah. is amazing. It is. Um, it is and, actually perfect. Almost. Yeah. And you would realize how great that uh, Batgirl is. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just not a big fan of just her being behind a desk. Um, I get it. She offers a lot to the team. But at the same time, like, Tim Drake fucking made Brother I at one point. So, like, they could have AI doing all this shit if they wanted if, to. Un- unless she she actually is still Oracle and she puts on the suit mm-hmm. as Oracle, like like she did in future state. Yeah. I would be okay with her being Oracle. Yeah. I just don't, she needs to be active. Like I, like I don't, I don't want her to just be like, Hey, I'm just going to be in this sexy librarian outfit every single time you see me. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm just, it would be very weird, but it could be character progression. So I can't hate it too much for her to be something new. Yeah. Um, because you have the two Batgirls now. Um, but that we still haven't really seen anything of. Yeah. Um, but it would be interesting for her to be Oracle going forward. It's just cause she's Batgirl though. Like, you know what I mean? Um, I'd be and spoiler's always been spoiler. Like you could still be spoiler with the fucking bat symbol. Yes. Um and I think I I think that Tynan just loves Cassandra Kane so much that he was like, she's the better Batgirl, which I don't agree with. She's a badass, but why can't she be something new? Like, she's not an orphan or whatever, right? Like, if you wanted to have somebody adopt her, if you wanted to, you can... She's been adopted by the Bat family. Like, give her a new name. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, like, so she doesn't have to be orphan. But then again, according to Outsiders, she went with her mom. So... I don't know what the fuck's happening there. Like, so, and where the fuck's Duke at? Um, but yeah, for the most part, this is, uh, yeah, you know, there was some interesting stuff in here. Again, I like that idea that the Scarecrow is using the fear that's like post Joker war to really like kind of make his shit happen. Yeah. Um, it looks like he's playing this guy that's got the magistrate idea. He's working with him or he's doing something. I don't know how far that's going to go. Um, but yeah, Harley looked amazing in this. Uh, do you think that I'm trying now? I'm so confused. Isn't Harley a drug? Some not Harley, isn't Ivy a drug right now? Is that in Detective? No, uh, Ivy is in Catwoman right now. She has a was... drug, right? She's yeah. like she's, she's captured, in the pod, right? Yeah, so 
I want to know if this garden lady has anything to do with Ivy. Yeah. And well, they're all you, tied together. Do you remember in the um that Joker war tie-in? I try not saw, to remember that, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, but we saw like the vines tell the Batgirls yeah. where Harley was. Yeah. What if it wasn't Ivy? Hmm. And what if it was this person? Yeah, I don't know. So I don't know where he's going to try to go with this. Um, but so with all of that, you know, it's it, it was, yeah, it, it wasn't a bad issue. It wasn't really great, um, in my opinion, because Matches Malone is kind of weird. But we have to talk about Ghostmaker. Because <laughs> one thing, I, I saw this fucking title. Of course, it's on it's on shitty CBR, but it's where I get to, it's where I go to, only, I only go to CBR to get the general audience knowledge to see what people in the general audience are buying into because a lot of the general audience goes to these websites. That's true. So I go to them to be like, okay, this is the new shit people are believing. And then we try to talk about it here on the podcast. But I, because of this issue, the headline was Ghostmaker already has a great rogues gallery of villains. Because they show a bunch of villains in this, and they're they're saying that he has a great rogues gallery after this second fucking issue, and I'm just like, are you shitting me? Like, who's they say second issue, but this is his first backup story. Well, I don't know if it said second issue. I thought it was a second issue. Okay. Um, but yeah. So, um, one thing that we did, I don't know what why we mentioned it. Madam Midas, yeah, the instigator, Razorline, yeah, Kid Kawaii, Brainstorm. Kid Kawaii is the most fucking anime Americanized thing ever. Juice, this is the greatest rogues gallery ever. So dumb. This is the most like (laughs) anime shit, dude. Like it's the instigator is an actual gator. Yeah like <laughs> oh man like i just <sighs> that's almost as bad as the bat tree um but yeah i don't know man anyways this go the reason why i check this out i usually skip these end stories i don't care about them uh even in urban legends i only read the red the red hood story and then i don't care about the rest unfortunately but this is the new thing dc is doing there are some books that have other stories at the end of them this one's Ghostmaker because, of course, Tynan wants Ghostmaker to be the next Batman. He wants them to be the longest rival. So he is attaching these pages to the end of Batman. So we're not forced to read them because I don't read them. But somebody did come in my chat saying they liked Ghostmaker. And I was like, huh? Really? And uh, so I was like, let me go check this out. And we talked about it because I don't know if we read an article or something with Ghostmaker. And they said bisexual character ghostmaker or something like that there was a rumor and there still is uh that ghostmaker is being uh oh created into a show for the cw yes yeah yeah so um the thing is one i'm gonna i'd be very curious how they're gonna make that into a show when he never shows his fucking face you know that'll be interesting because like even daredevil shows his face at times so anyways um but this issue essentially confirms that because there are some panels on this like super spaceship kind of thing that ghostmaker has 
Um, and apparently it's where he goes and he flies and stuff. We well, get... Wasn't it kind of confirmed in Batman also, or maybe even Detective? I can't remember which one. Well, um, well I think it was all Batman because he hasn't been a detective at all. Um, that he's like semi-rich. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I thought he was just like stealing shit from people. No, I, I, cause no, no, do you know what it was? It was at right before future state. He was like, uh-huh. Oh, I'm technically richer than you now. And they were like, uh-huh. Oh, let's do the, the friendship hop. Remember? Yeah. Oh, my Butler's dead too. Yeah. 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 Fuck yeah. That. yeah. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Anyways, on this futuristic spaceship or whatever, we have this panel of a big beefy Viking looking guy naked or what he's getting his bottoms are covered with another sexy lady type person in this big old bed and he's like i thought we were just getting started or getting warmed up over here are you sure you have to leave followed by uh it looks like ghostmaker putting his underwear back on and then for some reason there's turkey and fruit and champagne and everything and he's all like yeah i gotta go but in the last uh, you'd be pleased to know that I solved six crimes in the last two hours of carnival, carnal, uh, carnal bliss. I don't know what the hell that means. Um, I don't know if that's a sexual thing or whatever, but it kind of gives the idea that this dude, again, while uh, getting his jollies tossed or whatever in this threesome or whatever he was having, <laughs> um, solved six crimes? Again... We talked about this when he was introduced. Yeah. Bringing in an OP character doesn't make him awesome. It makes him annoying as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. He literally says, but remember, the Ghostmaker is not a man. He's a legend. When... (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) I fucking hate it. Like, oh oh my god. Like, I, this is my thing. This is my fucking thing. Is he supposed to be like Bakugo? Is that what they're trying to do here? Like the cocky protagonist or the p- cocky rival? Is that I mean, what he's supposed to do? Be? T- Tynan said that he wanted to be more of a Sasuke, which is, this is not a Sasuke no! at all. No. 100% the opposite. Sasuke reproduced with his attitude. Like, genuinely. <laughs> I don't th- I don't know how he even touched Sakura because he seemed like he just did not give a fuck about her. I don't know what she did, drugged him or something. I don't know how that <laughs> happened because Sakura didn't do anything else. And Sasuke was like, what? Like, so I don't know what's going on here. If he's a fucking Sasuke, I don't think Tynan knows what the hell he's talking about. I, I don't think he's watched anime if this is no. if this is his interpretation of it. Yeah, not at all. And then, yeah, so then there's like this supposed to be epic montage of him getting ready. And then he jumps out of his plane. And then we see this new rogues gallery. And um, he just teleports into the rogues gallery and fights them or about to fight them. He has this line of saying that he was all, he created robotic tigers because they show fear and he doesn't or he doesn't understand it or some shit so he's fearless so yeah i'm gonna definitely care about a character that never feels fear like even batman feels fear but he uses it he, he tells his program icon he says 
don't worry, Icon. I programmed you to fear because I myself cannot. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I like again. I didn't really try to read this book, but yeah, that. I. Yeah, so that's he has a Jarvis too. Uh, apparently, I guess. Is he supposed to be like a Tony Stark, or is he supposed to be like a Booster Gold? Because I can't tell the difference with this guy. No, well, Booster Gold is likable, so not that. That's true. So, hey, Tony Stark again. We we say this plenty of times on the podcast. Nobody gave a fuck about Tony Stark before the MCU. That so, is also true. You know, maybe he is. Maybe he is prior prior MCU Tony Stark in this book. But I don't give a shit about Ghostmaker. We've made that very clear. Um, I just, I don't know, man. I just, I don't care about Batman right now. Like, Batcat's the only, although Detective's good. You know, Detective is very good. Detective is going to be out, I think, next week as well. Uh, haven't read it yet. I'm, that is probably going to be my Uh, first book. I don't think it is. Is it not next week? I I think next week we're dealing, because we have those, we've had those books too. We have three whole weeks of books again. So, I think next week's the last one. Oh, they! Oh, I didn't see these new ones. Oh, put it's in. Batman the Detective by Tom Taylor. That's going to uh, be next week. Oh, yeah. No, so uh, the following week is we Detective. have Black and White 5, Detective 1035, Harley Quinn 2, Robin 1, and Batman and Superman. So other things, but we don't cover Batman and Superman anymore. Um, so yeah, their uh, Detective will be skipped, but we'll have Black and White again. Robin is going to be interesting because we were talking about they're going straight into a tournament arc. Yes. So that should be interesting. And it's Williamson, so hold your breath, but, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Also, apparently he is going to showcase, which this may piss you off or not. I don't know if you read this, who the strongest Robin is. If it's not Dick Grayson, I'm pissed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, I just don't, like, he's going to, sh- yeah, I don't know, man. Um, but if you do it in, I feel like it's going to be a cop-out. Because I feel like it's going to be one of those things where maybe Damien rises up, and then there's going to be this low-key thing of, like, Nightwing's like, well, Nightwing's never really fought at full potential. Or some shit like that to try to please everybody. Which... It's, it's going to be one of those moments where he's going to have every Robin in the issue and they're all going to do something that equally completes the mission. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, so that would be interesting um, because there is this core group of that is currently writing Batman are obviously big anime fans, which that is awesome. I love anime. I just don't feel like they're execute. Well, we'll see what Joshua Williamson does. We haven't read it yet. It does seem like he's about to do a tournament arc. Um, but I'm gonna be very curious to see where this goes. The st- the art is great in these, but the storytelling is not so great. And if you're trying to do anime, you gotta have both. Yeah, because you know they rarely miss over there with these big shows. So we'll see. But um, that's it. That's everything we got for you, ladies and gentlemen. Clay, what do you got on the dock for this week? This week, um, I'm gonna be hosting a comic book legion podcast on my own uh schedules weren't lined up very well this week so uh i'm gonna have to do that on my own gonna be talking uh, a little bit more of the round robin voting thing that dc is doing on twitter i'm gonna give the breakdown on that because they did in fact put creative teams on those books your uh your wannabe future artist um 
is actually doing the Superman book on there. Really? Yeah. Well, not um, gonna be my future artist now because <laughs> it'd be too pricey. Now, uh, there's like I said, some of the books look fun. Some of them don't look all that fun. We will see how the voting goes and see which direction DC decides to go with it. Um, so I will be doing that. Um, of course, you can always find me on the uh, Weird Science Marvel podcast. Um, recently, uh, me and Jim talked about uh, Amazing Spider-Man and also America Chavez. Um, new writer uh, for America Chavez. She is doing excellent. Um, it is all a Latinx team, do creative team on that book. So that is very awesome as well. Um, and then, of course, I am always going to be on the Ranger Alliance podcast talking Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the TV show. Noise, noise, noise. Uh, Reaction Channel is the best place to see anything for me at the moment. It's where I'm uploading consistently. Uh, I am starting to feel better every day. Uh, I had a little setback last weekend, uh, the day we recorded the podcast. I've had a better week this week. I'm hoping to start recording gameplay uh, for the gaming channel again, starting tomorrow, hopefully, and putting out some content there. Um, and of course, uh, you can always go check out my TikTok. I haven't posted anything in a while, which makes no fucking sense because I have 20 videos just sitting there. Um, but uh, yeah, you can always go check me out on stuff. Link trees always in the description for both of us if you want to check out any of that stuff. But that is going to be it for this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. But as always, uh, he is Fanboy Clay. I am Juice Wayne. And remember, Batman is awesome. Batman! News Weekly! Batman!